As promised, let's check in now at Baylor Ballpark, joined by Baylor assistant coach, pitching coach John Strauss. Coach, appreciate you being on with us today. How are you? I'm good, Jamo. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Rough weekend in uh, Austin. Uh, ran into a hot-hitting yep. Texas team. Uh, but for you guys, uh, I wanted to ask about Blake Helton, who who got back uh, on the mound, back in a game for you. First time in, uh, in what, a couple of months. Uh, tell us about that yep. process. You know, Blake uh, had an accident early in the – right after his uh, – right before his first outing of the season, the car accident here at uh, – in the Farrell Center parking lot and tried to battle through the first start, just didn't go well. And he's been battling ever since. And we finally have uh, built him up, got him on the mound. So uh, really excited to have him. We know how important he is to our pitching staff and not having him. He, you know, he's a weekend starter, did a good job for us last year. So to get him back is a big blow for us, especially since we've kind of lost some guys here. So we're going to need Blake to get built up here and help us here down the stretch. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? I mean, just to get him, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure maybe not 100% yet, or, or maybe you got to extend his innings from here on, but just to have another arm available, that's got to be a big plus. Well, it's great to have him available and also a guy that you can count on that's pitched at this level, um, not going to have – the moment won't be too big for him. So that, that all those intangibles that he brings to us, besides having really good stuff, is, is something that we, we really need at this point. All right, uh, moving forward, uh, Steve, uh, no, Incarnate Word comes in tomorrow night, and then Texas Tech comes in, a big series this weekend. I would guess you just turn the page pretty quickly and just, uh, you know, move forward and uh, look ahead to what's coming up this week. That's the big thing about baseball. You just you play every day and you're on the field every day. So I talked to the guys after the game. I mean, it was a tough weekend, but – all we can do is keep moving forward, uh, keep working hard, and that's the thing that guys don't see. Our, our guys are working extremely hard. Uh, it's not showing the results all the time, but I can stay with them because I know what they're trying to do. I know what their intent is. We just got to turn that intent into uh, actual results here coming forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. How about um, uh, overall with the team? I mean, there's still every game. There's still good signs. You know, good signs on the mound, good signs defensively, um, good signs uh, at, at the plate. Uh, to me, there there are good signs with this team really every single game. Yeah, good signs. We're just not putting them all together. Um, <laughs> we, won't, we, right. we don't. We're not playing defense, pitching, and hitting all at the same time. Um, consistently and when we do that we can beat anyone we've proven that we've shown that down at minute made um, shown that earlier in the year uh you know just kind of we're filling holes when, when we lose a guy you know chase wesner went down there on sunday uh with his hand so that kind of hurt moving guys around and you know a couple guys uh having one inning starts this weekend also didn't help so we're we're trying we're trying to mask you know a dam that keeps exploding on us but <laughs> like i said we're going to keep working no doubt about it yeah, from your perspective as the pitching coach, those one inning starts that 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 doesn't <laughs> help. That doesn't help the situation much, does it? No, it doesn't. And you know, I prepare for things like that, but there's nothing mm-hmm. you can really prepare for because those guys are counted to go out there and give you four, five, six innings, which they've done every weekend. And, and their stuff is the reason they can start is they can get through a lineup a couple times. And when you have to go that early, and you're putting guys out there that aren't quite ready for that. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's it's not it's not a recipe for success. 
What uh, what would you say about this league overall? You just played Texas. They were number 10 in the nation. You played other teams uh, ranked even higher than that. Uh, wh- where do you think the league is this year as far as relative strength to uh, teams around the country? Uh, you know, we've been here, I think this is our seventh year out here in the Big 12. I don't know if there's been a better Big 12 competition. I mean, everyone we we play, I mean, we handled Kansas, and you know, they struggled a little bit. But other than that, uh, West Virginia was tough. You know, we still have, you know, in Texas Tech, highly ranked, Oklahoma State, highly ranked. This, this league is as good as it's ever been. So going out there, if, you, if you're not on top of your game, it's going to be really hard to win. And that's what we got to – we haven't been on top of our game enough. Yeah, and that makes it tough, doesn't it? I mean, there's no gimmies. There's no, you know, there's no off nights, as they say. Uh, that makes it tough when every game you know is going to be against really good competition. Exactly, and that's what these kids, you know, that came here to Baylor in the Big 12, they know, that's what they signed up for. So I know a lot. we get a, a lot of young kids that they, they live for this. They tell me how much they want to be in it. Well, <laughs> until they're in it, you just don't know how they're going to react. So. Once again, you're you're hoping that once they go through it, they understand it. You know, I remember Luke Boyd for his first two years couldn't really help us. It was a little too much for him. And then he kind of learned to slow the game down and became an All-American. So that's kind of what you're hoping for the future. You just would hope it happens a little quicker than that two years from now. Wow. Got to appreciate those stories, you know, of guys who uh, come here, get better, and, and are real contributors to your success. That, that, that's happened a lot. You know, Kyle Hill wasn't great his first year. And yeah. like I said, Boyd wasn't good. And I you know Troy, we weren't here with Troy's first year, but he, Troy Montemayor wasn't good his first year. Drew Robertson was bad. So they just learned to get through it. I think the, the hardest part is learning how fast the game is and how the size of the other team and how, how far the ball goes when you make mistakes. And hmm. um, once you learn to do control the, the quickness of the game, then you can start really getting after it. And, and those guys, it, it took a while. And, like I, like I said, with these guys, the more we put them out there, the more they learn how to slow it down and, and let their stuff. We've got some guys with good stuff. Adam Muirhead, uh, Henry Cohen, they've got some pretty good stuff. They just got to learn to locate and, and slow it all down. Yeah, Muirhead, I'm glad you mentioned his name. He is a guy that has, uh, to me, has really been coming on of late. Uh, tell us more about him. Yeah, good arm. You know, he, he's up to 95, 96. It's just about him controlling the ball and throwing a secondary when he's in the zone, he's hard to square up. Um, but, you know, he falls behind. And when you fall behind and you're going to give a good team like Texas a fastball, once again, the more we put him out there, we figure the field, the better he's going to get. And it'll all pay off here one day here, hopefully soon. John Strauss, our guest, Baylor assistant coach, pitching coach for Baylor baseball. Tell me about uh, the week ahead. Incarnate Word comes in tomorrow night. Every game's important. And then the Red Raiders come in for a series this weekend. Red Raiders come in. Um, it's going to be a great weekend here. I, I know we're honoring the 2012 team, which will be really awesome. What, what a great team that was. I think they have a lot of giveaways. So it should be a fun environment here. I know Red Raider fans come out, so hopefully we can have our fans come out and outnumber them. <laughs> that is true. Tech fans do do turn out, so give them credit for that. Well, they're, just, but, uh... well, they're just loud. Maybe they are. That is true also. But uh, that'll be fun to uh, celebrate the or recognize the 10-year anniversary of that 2012 Baylor baseball team that was just terrific. Had a 24-game winning streak, uh, just a great season all the way around. A lot of those guys and coaches uh, from that team will be here for the weekend. Absolutely. Hopefully they'll inspire our guys.
Yeah, there you go. There you go. The beaver, the uh, the memory of the uh, feed the beaver may uh, work in your favor this weekend. Let's hope so. Gotcha. Hey, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Always good to visit with you, and we'll see you out there this weekend. All right, J-Mo, talk to you soon. Thanks very much. All right, John Strauss, Baylor baseball assistant coach. Bears uh, now it's sitting at 20 and 20 on the season. And again, hosting Incarnate Word tomorrow night, 6.30, first pitch at Baylor Ballpark. The broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Texas Tech in for a weekend series, a big series at Baylor Ballpark. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Red Raiders. And part of the weekend will be uh, recognition and honoring of the 2012 Baylor baseball team that uh, that won the Big 12 championship going away. They they started Big 12 play Aaron 18 and 0, won their first 18 Big 12 conference games and uh, and then won it by a very wide margin, won the regional here, fell in the super regional in a tough uh, third game uh, to Arkansas, so didn't get to the College World Series, but a very, very memorable season, Aaron, one of the best seasons in Baylor baseball history.